Welcome to a live preaching message from the Manhattan branch of Lycos International Church in New York City, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Let's welcome the Greater Love Choir. Hallelujah. Wow, I'm, I'm just in awe of the testimony. Um, you know, I agree with, we agree, we the choir, we agree with the testimony of Auntie Vic and also what Brother Mansfield emphasized on, that God is doing something great this year. And this song that we're ministering is just saying, God, you're amazing. You are awesome. And as you join in, I believe your miracle will be solidified. Hallelujah.
because He's standing on of Your holy name, Lord. We bow and worship. Let's sing one more time softly, awesome God, awesome God. a good place that you can put your hands together for Jesus. Come on now. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we bless you. You are indeed awesome. We, we are grateful to know you. We are grateful to be saved. We are grateful that Lord, you've called us, oh God, because you are awesome. Lord, we've put our trust in many things, but now we can testify that you are the one who can save us. The one, the faithful one, the loving one, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. May we not live here the same, but may you speak to us, Lord. Encourage us, comfort us, rebuke us, Lord. Correct us, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. We honor you and we bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Please sit in the presence of the living God. And if you can please move forward a little bit so that I can, I will be able to interact with you. It's much better. It will be great. Can you move forward a little bit? Is it cold here? A little bit. I think the weather is such that even if your I'm sure your own house is still cold. Is it true? Oh yes. Auntie Vic, you say your own house is cold, right? Yeah. But that was a very powerful testimony, Auntie Vic. Auntie Vic is, has been one of the patriots in, in the house. You know, she, as she said, when she, maybe she said that many of us may not catch it. From the beginning of the church, when Bishop used to do dawn broadcast, that's what you were talking about, right? Antivic by profession is a nurse. Hallelujah. And that is the time she 
joined this church and came here. And since she's been here, she has been faithful. You come here 8 o'clock, you know, you come and meet her here. Hallelujah. May God continue to bless you. May you see more of Jesus in the name name of Jesus. May you have the joy of the Lord all the time. Many people are like you and sometimes they are depressed. But I've never heard you saying anything like that because you are always waiting on him. And he is the one that you draw your strength from. May God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we are still continuing the the fast and from tomorrow is all liquids. Hallelujah. So you define what is a liquid. Uh, I don't know. You define. Years ago, when we were doing the fasting, we said it's only vegetables. And I went to Newark branch. At that time, I was in Manhattan. And when we were eating vegetables, leaves, and things, over there, they were eating plantain. And I asked them, why plantain? They said, plantain is a vegetable. And right there, they went online and confirmed, confirmed that plantain is a vegetable. Beans is a vegetable. (laughs) So you define what is liquid to you. Hallelujah. You know, sorry? Yeah. So that we will continue to meet one and a half hours in the morning, one and a half hours in the evening. The prayer. One and a half hours, 4.30 to 6, and then 8 to 9.30. And then Saturday, we will end it with 5 to 8. Hallelujah. So, and then every Sunday, we will have one hour prayer meeting as part of the service. So, we are going to pray as soon as the preaching is over. Hallelujah. Well, we want to continue what we started last week from the book, Labor to be Blessed. Labor to have a blessing. Labor not to have riches. Hallelujah. And now we have come to really, we are understanding more and more every day that riches are deception. Hallelujah. There are many other things that God can give to us that in those things we have riches. Hallelujah. So we don't need to set out to go and look for riches. Are you with me? And we were saying that to labor to be blessed means that it takes a lot of effort to receive blessings. You can't sit down and it will just come. Hallelujah. And I said blessing is an unseen force 
that is when you tap into it, you cannot see, you cannot touch. But you search forward, you move forward, you see that your life is increasing. The opposite of blessing is curse. It's a, it's, it's a curse. Hallelujah. And a curse is something that you can also not see. But it begins to work on you so that you cannot make progress. You cannot make meaningful progress in life. Hallelujah. So we've gone through so many verses and we said, what are the things that we can do to have the blessing? Point number one, what did we say? Keeping his commandments. Great. Keeping his, I'm preaching from chapter four of labor to be blessed. Hallelujah. The book labor to be blessed. Hallelujah. Keeping the commandments of the Lord, it takes a lot of effort. Human beings are such that the things that you don't want, you are not supposed to do, that is one sometimes you want to do. Hallelujah. And therefore, the commandments of the Lord, they are not grievous. They are not, God did not give his commandment to punish us. Hallelujah. In fact, his commandments, they bring blessings. But it takes a lot of effort to obey because the world is such that they don't want to do the, the word of God. Hallelujah. The world is said that they don't want, they don't like to do the commandments of the Lord. And since we are among many people, sometimes we feel odd or we look odd to do the commandments of the Lord. Point number two. Pay your tithe. Hallelujah. The Bible says that it is the Lord's and is holy. It's very, very, very dicey to mix holy things with things that are not holy. Hallelujah. Tithing, I know that there are many messages or arguments out there. But I would rather obey the word of God. The word of God is the word of God. Hallelujah. If we can see a message from the Old Testament through all the way to the New Testament, then it tells you and I that it is really the word of God. All the people say that tithing is an Old Testament, something that is from the Old Testament. In the new dispensation, we are not supposed to tithe. It's not true. Hallelujah. Tithing brings a lot of blessings. It opens doors unto us. The next one. Serving God. Hallelujah. You know, it says labor for a blessing by serving God. It's so important. Job 36 verse 11. Job 36 Beautiful. If they obey, is Kendra still projecting? Oh, I think we should have kept her. <laughs> She's doing very well. Hallelujah. Lebanon, you know, Job 36, he says that if they obey, 
if you obey, if I obey and serve him, obedience, you obey first and then you take extra step to serve him. They says that, Job says that they shall spend their days in what? Prosperity and their years in what? In pleasures. Most prosperities they lead to um, what do you call it? Pleasures. Most prosperity from the Lord. From the Lord. When you say prosperity, I'm not talking about riches again. Prosperity in everything. Hallelujah. Prosperity in your health, prosperity in your marriage, prosperity in your profession, prosperity in your in your in concerning your children, prosperity, many, many things. Hallelujah. And when you spend your days in prosperity, the rest is that years of years of years of years you will spend years in pleasures. Hallelujah. It comes by serving the Lord. I said, it comes by serving the Lord. It comes by serving the Lord. You think about it. If you have a business and you get one person who really is helping you to grow the business or to build the business, to work with you daily, you as a woman being, you always think about the person. Hallelujah. That is why many of us, some of our companies, our managers, they like us because you don't call out, you don't, you go to work on time. When I was working at Port Authority for four or five continuous quarters, I got the best employee award. Hallelujah. Because I was not calling out. I was rather always, and I was rather even looking for more hours all the time. If you're looking for somebody to stay or call somebody in, you always call me first and you will not be disappointed. Because <laughs> I was looking for money to take care of a damn cell. Mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? So you find out that, and just imagine, even we can do that, then God will also set his eyes upon you. Hallelujah. As you are working with him, you are serving him, you are worshiping him, you are helping many people. Are you with me? God will always, you know, bless you. Building his church. Building his church. The next one. So Malachi, God says something. We didn't read it. Malachi 3, verse 13 to 18. Let's read it. Malachi chapter 3. I think it's very interesting. It says that, give us New Living Translation. Whilst we are waiting, we'll, yes, you have said terrible things about me. Wow. How many have seen these words before? You have said terrible things about me, say the Lord, but you say, what do you mean? What have we said about you? The next one, 
you have said, what is the use of serving God? What have we gained by obeying his commands or by trying to show the Lord, the, the Lord of heaven's armies that we are sorry for our sins? Yeah. And generally, people ask these questions. Coming to church from, Lord, we joined the church, even in the United States, from upper room on 42nd Street, not the 43rd one. Then we came to 43rd, we went to Bronx, a Manhattan branch that went to Bronx, and then we came back. All our movement have been here. What have I gained? What have I gained? Is that not a word here? What have I gained by obeying? Yeah. And God was disappointed. So you are saying terrible things. These were the people that he took them from captivity. From Egypt. And many of us, we will not like to remember our Egyptian days. Yeah, God not nothing pleasant in it. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? What have we gained? What have we gained? Some in fact, people leave church because sometimes they feel like the church, God has disappointed them. But you find out that that is really not the case. In fact, I have come to understand that. If God does not come through because one or two things, sometimes we have to sit down and check ourselves. Yes. Because the Bible says that he, he is faithful. And he is his covenant, he does not change his mind. Unless you change. Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren? Oh, Yes. That is why I love this particular chapter because it's showing us, you know, it means that when you pay your tithe only and then you also misbehave in the other aspect of your life, know that the blessing will not be complete. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You can pay 90% as tithe. Hmm. The next one. Number four. Labor for a blessing by supporting the, the preaching of the gospel. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yeah. And by the grace of God, we don't need to go far. You know, let's start from here. Manhattan, God bless you for all these years of the support that you gave. You know, let's support the gospel. Don't let us change. Hallelujah. Let's continue to support and push the gospel all the way by holding the hand of Bishop Dag. Are you with me? The next one that I want to continue, point number five, labor for a blessing by remembering the poor. Labor for a blessing by remembering the poor. Matthew chapter 25 from 31 to 40. Could you please? 
One day I was talking to somebody back home and the person was encouraging me to come and do something back home. When I say something means that like come and build a house, you know, and build a house that befitting somebody who has been outside for years. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because we define people's wealth by <laughs> and where I come from, not even the real property, by the vehicle that they drive. Oh yes. Are you with me, please? And I was saying that if that is the case, then, then he said that if you do that, it means that, what do you say? How do you say? It means wabo brand. What does it mean? Um, that means you have, you have lived life. Is that what, what it means? Yeah, that means you have lived well. And when you die, people will know that you, you really lived well. I think this message, this message, this particular part, you know, I have, I have to give to Brother Tony to preach. Because he preached at his mother's funeral. And I said to help you, Pam, even many pastors cannot preach like that. Yeah. He really spoke. He said, my mom has built two-story buildings. So if it's, it's about living, then mommy really lived. But I don't know the day. What happens if all these things, and as the mommy was lying down, the buildings, who are the people going to live in it? So brethren, I'm seeing this labor to be blessed by remembering the poor. Life is not about ourselves. The world only the world self, you know, is become. Look, look at many evil things that are happening in the world. It's because of self. Self. Many presidents are not taking good decisions because of self. Many um, husbands are not taking good decisions because of self. Many wives are not taking good decisions because of self. Many parents are not taking care of their children because of self. Oh, yes. And if we are thinking about self, if we have made self the, the most important thing, it, our children are even worse. Oh, yes. And many times that I've tested them. Yeah. When you finish school and you are working, will you buy me? A vehicle of about sixty thousand dollars. That did, but that's too much. <laughs> and I said, "Your tuition fees." <laughs> Let's read it. Let's read it. Look, it's very important too. Everything that, especially we that we are in this part of the world, God has not brought us over here 
for us to keep everything to ourselves. And it's important that we should begin to. And sometimes, so even your family setting, if that is what you don't want to do, there's so many ways of helping the poor. Bishop Doug, one of the things that he has done in First Love is that he encourages those by the grace of God, by the grace of God doing well, to adapt some of the children in the church. And you can adapt without the person even knowing that you are paying the person tuition fee every semester and every time that the person is going to school. Yeah. In fact, I will say this to the glory of God. Auntie Amma is doing one, but he, the person even does not even know her. He have not met before. It's a blessing. And life, a lot of things work together. Sometimes you see your kids doing well. It's because you also remember the poor. Sometimes you see the person is very healthy. Peace. Sanity. All these things because the person is doing something. Hallelujah. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit upon his glorious throne. The next one. All the nations will be gathered in his presence and he will separate the people as a shepherd separates the sheep from... The next one, please. He will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left hand. The next one. Then the king will say to those in his right Come! You who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you for the creation of the world. Am I reading the right one? Yeah. Okay. Why are they going to? Why is the father going to call them? Let's continue. Then the king. Is that 35? Okay. For the reason for the sheep to be going to be on the right and the goat will be on the left, and then he will tell the sheep that come is that I was hungry and you did what? You fed me. I was thirsty and you did what? You gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you did what? You invited me into my into your what? Your home. That is the dicey part. The world has become has changed that even to bring a stranger into your home. You're not even sure. Even babysitter. Oh, yes. And after you have brought a stranger, you wonder if you should sleep. Because you don't know what will happen if you fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. LP is saying that you should be led by the Spirit. It's true. But one of the things I've noticed from the other religion, 
the Islams, the Islamics. Once they see you, if you want travel from here to Egypt, to Morocco, to any of the Islamic nations, and go to the mosque and pray with them and let them know that you are a stranger. You will not stand there for one hour. Somebody will take you home and give you food, everything, until you find your feet. Oh, yes. They do it in Manhattan, right? Sorry? The migrants are coming in. They are looking for their own and take them into... Yeah. Yeah. I know a friend who traveled to Japan through Egypt and I asked him, a young man, how did you do that? So as soon as I... And I know that the guy was a Muslim. So when I got there, I did not struggle to find a place in Egypt. In fact, he said it was the easiest place that I have been. That people accepted me and gave me food, gave me accommodation, everything. Yeah. The next one, please. Hmm. I was naked and you gave me clothing. Some of us, our clothes are full. You are, you are, look, I, I understand, oh, I understand, look, I understand spiritual things that we can give your cloth to somebody and it can turn into another thing. But what I'm saying is that a, a curse without cause, it can also not stand. Hallelujah. Because sometimes we need to trust God before you even take the stuff out. You pray over it. And speak over it that if anyone in my good intention you try to turn this one into something else, may the Lord deal with you. Oh yes, the person cannot turn into anything. And you have so many things in your closet and people are really struggling. Has it ever occurred to you that even the immigrants that are coming ahead Friday, 26 Federal Plaza, if you don't know 26 Federal Plaza, is the, the immigration office, you know. That is where they were. And they were standing outside. This 21, 22, 20 degrees standing outside. If you want, dress from your head to your toe and stand in it for one hour. No matter how many paths you have on, the, word, the cold will touch, will catch you. Yeah. Has it occurred to you that, ah, this my jacket, even if I like it, sometimes even the blessing is in the willingness to give your best out. God decided that, you know what, I will not give anything else apart from my son. My only begotten son. And the only person who can help me to even to stay here is the Holy Spirit. You got the Trinity. The Holy Spirit then said, I'm sending him to go and help him. Yeah. Why do you think the Bible says that God loves a cheerful giver? Because sometimes as you are giving, it's not the worst. You look at the whole thing, this dress, I can't wear it, I don't like it, it can't fit me. And I say, okay, let me go and give it out anyway. <laughs> that is not a gift. 
Hallelujah. Say, I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Can you close somebody? If you are here, I'm challenging you. United States of America, you've been here for some time now and you are in this church. You should be able, somebody should be able to say that my education was ending at junior or at a yeah, uh, junior high, but because of you, I finished college. Somebody should be able to. When I was in Ghana last month, you know, one, one, the person I went to said that I supported a young man, did not have anyone. Now the person finished school and is one of the directors for one of the gas companies. So he told me that anytime I come here, I shouldn't worry about gas, buying gas into my vehicle. So I was there, he called the guy. Said, this trip, I don't have a vehicle, but my pastor is here. And he has his vehicle, he will need more gas. As soon as they finished conversation, he gave my number. The, pastor, the guy called me and said, Reverend, if you need any gas, any time, please call me. So, one day, the guy asked, what am I going? So I'm going here. So, you need gas? I said, I think maybe. Right there, a few, few minutes after, the guy called me. He said, where are you? I said, I'm here. He said, go to this gas station. When you get there, let me talk to the manager. I got there, and then... The man, he called the manager. The manager said, because somebody else can also be at the other end. Who is not the guy? The manager said, put the phone down. I will call him. I know him. The manager called. Said, he said, I shall fill your tank for you. Anytime you run out, come. What has brought this? If I'm thanking God for this guy's life, right? God will ask himself, what made this pastor thanking me? It's because of this guy. And what has made this guy, what is making this guy doing this is because of the person who took care. And right there you see that the blessing will go right to him. We will read it as a verse like that. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Let's think about others. We preached about it. Let's practically rise up Rise up. Rise up. Look, it's good to have properties. We teach about building. We teach about... But sometimes you think about some of the things. Look, they will become useless in a few years. Oh. It's true. It's true. Somebody, $100 can change somebody's life. Forever. Yeah. Thirty-seven, please. Thirty-seven. Then these righteous ones will re reply, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you all thirsty or thirsty and give you something to drink? The next one, or a stranger and show you hospitality, or naked and give you clothing. The next one, 
When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? Jesus is speaking here. The next one. And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these my brothers and sisters, you were doing it for me. As I was driving on the street of the capital of Accra, I said to somebody that this time it looks like the hawkers, those who sell on the street, the number has gone up. And it said that even if you are driving, you don't take care, you will kill one of them. Because in their desperation to sell, they run after anything. Just have a small eye contact and the person will run after you. And I see beautiful ladies running, running. I say, my Lord. Oh. How much would they get even for running like that? Orange. And sometimes you see the drinks. A lady has loaded drinks on her head. And I wonder, hey, how many will be sold in a day, my sister? Even to make money, to get something, to buy food. And most of them, they sleep on the street like that. The next point. If what God is showing us does not touch you, then I don't know. Labor for a blessing by... Oh, sorry. Number six. Before we read that, let's, let's read Psalm 41, which is one of my favorite verses. Psalm 41. I want you to think about, you're beginning to ask, Ask your is there anyone I can be of help? David said, Is there anyone in Saul's house that I can be? Is that the question that David asked? Is there anyone in Jonathan's house? Yeah. Look, sometimes when we follow some of these powerful men of faith, men of faith that we read about them, we should pay attention to a few things. A king, King David, the most successful, most popular king of the history of Israel, will bring a lame. He did not even give him a place in the palace that you will eat here. He said, look for the scripture for us. He said, from today, you will eat from my table. If I'm the table head, you will be at the other side or you will be by me. Do you know, do you understand what it means to be lame in those days? I don't know that time they had wheelchairs. Hallelujah. Because when I was growing, most people like that, they didn't have wheelchairs. And you bring the person, let the person climb your dining table and sit on your dining chair and then you eat from the same buffet. Think about it. Psalm 41. 
Oh, the joys of those who are kind to the poor. The Lord rescues them when they are in trouble. But as for the trouble, the Bible called in Ephesians chapter 6, there's an evil day. That having done all, that you will stand for the evil day of the devil. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The Lord rescues them when they are in what? In trouble. The next one, verse 2. 1 to 3, verse 2. The Lord protect them and keep them alive. He gave them prosperity in the land and rescues them from their enemies. The next one. The Lord nurses them when they are sick and restores them to health. What a blessing. It's really loaded. That is why when the Christmas comes, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and there is a plea that we should give to support St. Elizabeth's home, don't exclude yourself. There are certain things, sometimes if you think about it, it's any amount. So sometimes you can't even give $5. Can't you give 10 Can't you give even $1 and say that I'm giving to support St. Elizabeth's home? Like what we are talking about, the gospel. Supporting the gospel. When you say Ben MP, so can't you give $10 a month? Even the students, if we give them a chance, they will go. Hallelujah. Am I preaching, please? Oh, yeah. What would the $10 do a month if you keep it? A month, you do, you keep it. What would it change? <sighs> and yet, we find out that many of us are not part of Ben MP. I won't be surprised that maybe, maybe a person who has been in the church for years but has never given to support St. Elizabeth Home. Not one time. Yeah. When Brother Benoni gave me the laptop to give to St. Elizabeth home, I thought now, now, right now, by now they are so rich that when you give a laptop, it's not, yeah. I couldn't, I was, I couldn't because of Bishop Oko's situation, I couldn't, I wasn't able to go to the office to give those things and things. So, um, Lady Pastor Shelley drove all the way to my house and came for it. And then a few hours after, I received a test from mommy to thank us for always thinking about the orphanage and the person who gave. Laptop. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. The next one. Labor for a blessing by sowing seeds. Sowing seeds. Not one seed. Second Corinthians 9, 7 to 11. 
Second Corinthians 9, 7 to 11. By sowing seeds, seeds, seeds. And I said, good seeds. Blessings, good seeds. The next, Second Corinthians 9. Yes. It says, you must each decide in your heart how much to give and don't give reluctantly or in response to <laughs> pressure. That everybody come and give your offering right here. I'm standing here. You see that all in you know, your row, everybody has gotten up and left and then it's your only person sitting as ah, if I don't give, they are going to see that I didn't give. Oh, okay, let me give. Ah, this is my money. It's very difficult. I'm going to use it to pay my phone bill. Now, this is what the Bible is describing. Let it come out willingly. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Because many things that you can do that will bring blessings, if you do it in the wrong way, it can become a curse. That is why the guy who was trying to put the ark of God in proper place, the thing was falling. If I tried to keep it in proper place, should I be punished? But he did it in the wrong way. And because of that, he died. Right there on the spot. He went to Obedadon's house and the whole house was blessed. Meanwhile, somebody was trying to put in the proper place and he died. So you see that when you do the thing that is supposed to be a blessing in a wrong way, hallelujah, then it turns out to become something else. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully and God will generously provide all you, all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left to share with others. May that be your story if you are a cheerful giver. I said, may that be your story. May that be our story. You will have plenty. You will have leftovers. Oh, yes. And then the leftovers will go to your, your, your generation. Hallelujah. It's a plenty leftover to share with others. As the scripture says, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will what? Be remembered for what? Forever. Will be remembered forever. God will remember the good deeds. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Giving is a gift. Pray if you are very, it's very difficult thing for you. Pray to God. God will help you. Hallelujah. Giving is like help me. Giving is like help ministry. It's a ministry. It takes certain level of anointing to understand. And to give in any form. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The next one labor for a blessing by honoring your prophet. Hmm. And 
2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4, 9 to 4. How many agree with me that it's not easy to give to your prophet? This subject is not easy to preach when you are the pastor of the church. That is why I love Bishop Dark. He will preach and teach us. So I want to teach you. Since he went to he went to first love and started teaching them about this giving and then your prophet, and then your prophet, and then your prophet, and then your prophet. One time we were having a pastor's meeting. There's one of the branches that went to first love and came back. You know, you know how things have been moving on some past, some branches. Sometimes they take him to first lab, and then they will bring him back to uh, our environment again. And the pastor was saying that one of the things he learned going there is that the first lovers they give at a certain level. So when Bishop Henry was here, oh yes. He said one time they were, we were going to honor Bishop Henry from camp. They went to camp. He said, then he said, Oh, I didn't bring money. I have to go. He said, They don't give, go and take money from ATM to give to their pastor. I said, It's small. The ATM will not give them much to give to their pastor. Oh, yes. And then. Then I understood that that is why they said, If you are first love, a crowd right now, and you don't have a lot. That means you we don't know what is going on. You are almost like the most useless person, or I mean, around. Yeah, they are prospering. They are doing well. Oh, big time! You finally, you finally get closer to them because they have come to understand giving to. A man of God. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Second, second Kings. Watch this. Second Kings. Chapter 4 from verse 9. Thank you. She said to her husband, I'm sure this man who stops in from time to time is holy man of God. And this is another catch is that you should be able to discern. Is this man a man of God? Is this person, has this, can this person, and he says that, let's see, he says that, let's build a small room for him on the roof and furnish it with what? A bed, table, a chair, and a lamp. Then he will have a place to stay whenever he comes by. The woman was not even thinking about anything that she will get back. Thank God for understanding husband. Who agreed? The next verse, please. The next verse. One day, Elisha returned to Shunem and he went up to this upper room to rest. He said to his servant Gehazi, Tell the woman from Shunem, I want to speak to her. What when she appeared? 
the next place. Elisha said to Gehazi, tell her, we appreciate the kind concern you have shown us. Every man of God will appreciate a kind concern. Anyone who gives me water, give me card, give me... I tell can you ask LP? I write the names down and I note everything and I thank God for those people. Yeah, because you find out that it's not easy to even to... When you buy a card, it's not easy for you to write inside. Is it true? Did you send a card to your beloved then? And now you still have to send a card. Though. You don't have to stop. Yeah? It has changed from um, um, the title is changed to what? To wife, right? Yeah, you have to keep buying. Don't change. Yeah, don't bring an empty card. That's what somebody is saying. Yeah. That people would tell me that, you know. I want you to tell me what you have bought for me from this time to this time. And I will tell her, but you have the card, you have the bank account, you have everything. What I want the one that you yourself will go and look and buy for me. Hey, what is the difference? <laughs> you see all the ladies are saying there's a big difference. What about if you go, Diana? What about if you go and you bring the gift and it does not meet the, the person's standard? Huh? I have to know what you like. Hey. I don't know why I asked this question. You know. I tell her that you have the card, you have the pin, you have that card. We don't separate anything. To us, everything is together. You go and don't give me the stress. And sometimes you ask the sales ladies, well, what does he like? What do you want? What? I don't even know. Oh, okay. Let's continue. <laughs> What can he said? We appreciate the kind concern you have shown us. What can we do for you? Can we put in a good way for you to the king or to the commander? Can you see how the man of God was thinking? Oh, it's always like that, brethren. You begin to ask questions. This person, what can I do? What, does, what can I do to help? Even when you are praying for the person, it's a different thing. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Please, it's the word of God. I'm not the reason why I'm preaching this. Please don't take me wrong. It is the word of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Can we put in a good word to the king? No, she replied. My family takes good care of me. Later, Elisha, you see, the woman was not poor. The woman was not from a poor home. But you find out that there's always everyone. No one has it all. 
No one has it all. Even though she wasn't poor, she was rich. I don't know how long it took her to put the place together to build up her room and finish it and everything. It took a lot of money. But there was something that was lacking. Later, Elisha asked Gehazi, what can we do for her? Gehazi replied, she doesn't have a son and her husband is an old man. Next one, please. Call her back. Elisha told him, her, him. When the woman returned, Elisha said to her, as she stood in the doorway, next year at this time, you will be holding a son in your arms. No, my Lord, she cried. Oh, my God, don't deceive me and get my hopes up like that. We all know this story. It came to pass. God needed her to do what she did to open her womb. To activate the womb. That's it. That's it. It wasn't an easy decision. That's why it's labor. It takes a lot to have a blessing like that. A lot of effort. Yeah. Yeah. Even hosting. This the whole the past two weeks, Pastor Nana has been hosting Bishop Interfor. Pastor Nana and Lady. If you are a wife, it's gonna be easy for you. Yeah. I want you to think about it. Two weeks. You have to think about what they will eat breakfast. You have to think about what they will eat lunch. You have to think about what they will eat at dinner. If they will, they will. Think about where they will go in conjunction with your schedule. But you cannot have such a man of God in your home and something will not change. I'm telling you, you cannot have such a man of God in your home and something will not change. Every Pam and I can count the number of times that ministers they have passed through and sometimes you can see this thing changed because when this person came. This thing changed when this person came. This thing changed when this person came. Including our children's life. See that something has changed in the child's life. And you can link it to when this minister or this bishop or this reverend minister came. Oh yes. Next one, please. God is faithful. Labor for a blessing from a priest, from the priest and pastors. And then last one, so that. Labor for a blessing. In fact, let me, let me use this opportunity to teach. Labor for a blessing from the priests and pastors. Genesis 14, 18 to 28. There's this sometimes confusion that. People sometimes, sometimes expect men of God or pastors to give them physical blessing, like money, like support. I don't know if you go what I'm trying to say. But you'll find out that God did not, the principle of the word of God is not that way. Hallelujah. If you have a man of God sowing seed to you, physical seed, that is another level from the person. But it shouldn't be an expectation. 
if you read this story, as we all know, and then Melchizedek, the king of Salem, and a priest of God, Mosai, brought Abraham some bread and wine. And Melchizedek blessed Abraham, and Abraham with this blessing, blessed be Abraham by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth. The next one, I think it's 20. Okay. And blessed be the God Most High who has defeated your enemies for you. Then Abraham gave Melchizedek a tenth of all the goods he had recovered. When the guy asked Peter and who, when they were going to the temple, money. He said, we don't have, as for this thing, we don't have, but such as we give to you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. That is what, do you agree with me that with this blessing, the guy can go and have money? That's it. That's it. So I think the expectation is that I should expect my pastor to counsel me, you know, and that counsel would take me out from that difficulty. I don't know if you go what I'm trying to say. To take me out of that difficulty rather to have my own instead of expecting the pastor to give me something and that one will be a temporary thing. Hallelujah. Are we understanding what I'm sharing with you, please? Yeah. You ask the pastor to pray for you. Ask the pastor to counsel you. Ask the pastor to advise you. Hallelujah. You know, and from there, you said that the man of God, Melchizedek, blessed Abraham with this blessing. And the last one for today... Last point. Hmm. And the last point for today. Labor for blessing in your prayer time. <laughs> Genesis thirty two, twenty four to twenty eight. In other words, in your prayer time, ask God for a blessing. Ask God for a blessing. Sometimes don't ask for specific things. Hallelujah. If you will pray anyway. And Jacob left, yes, this, Jacob, this left Jacob all alone in the camp. And a man came and wrestled with him until the dawn began to break. When the man saw that he would not win the match, he touched Jacob's hip and wrenched it out of its socket. Then the man said, let me go, for the dawn is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The next one, what is your name? The man asked. He replied, Jacob, your name will no longer be what? Jacob, the man told him, from now on you will be called Israel because you have done what? You have fought, you have labored, 
you have worked with God and with men and have won. You have fought. It takes effort. It takes hard work. It takes fights to be able to have a blessing. Hallelujah. May we receive many blessings this year. May we descend. Hallelujah. You know, Jabez was smart and he said that even what had been spoken over me, I'm going to reverse it. And he prayed to the God of heaven and said, Oh, thou blessed me indeed. Bless me. Bless me. Bless me. Bless me. Oh, yes. His situation. His situation changed. He changed. Why don't you rise up as we close? Thank you, Jesus. It's cold, right? Yeah, we will close soon. Yeah. Make me a servant. For you are the servant of all. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Though you are king, though you are king, you bow down and wash our feet. For you are the servant of all. Come on. Make me, Lord, oh, make me a servant. Make me a servant, for you are the servant of all. Mm. Though you are king, though you are king, you bow down and wash our feet, for you are the servant Father, we thank you for this afternoon. We bless you, O God. Make us your servants, O God. This year, 2024, it has begun with great revelations and teachings and of your word, O God. We ask, O Lord, we will discern everything that you are showing us. That it is better to be labor, it is better to labor for blessing than labor for riches and other things, O Lord. Lord, there are many things that you have. All these nine points, Lord, that you have shown us through your word. We ask, Lord, Lord, the ones that we are struggling to do, give us the grace to do them in the name of Jesus. Coming in the name of, even in your commandments, O oh Lord, we struggle to do it with your grace. Laboring, Lord, to pay our tithe. There are many things that are come, they come in trying to eat the tenth of our increase, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Give us the grace to honor you, O God, with our tithe. I pray that as we have been serving you, we will not grow weary. That is why the fasting period is a time that, Lord, we are saying that make renew our strength like eagles, O Lord. Even the long lion will be weary, but Lord, we are not even long lions. Therefore, we are that as we wait upon you, you will renew our strength in the name of Jesus. 
We pray that as we support the crusade, we support your church, we support the building of many church buildings, especially Apache. May we build another church 2024 in the mighty name of Jesus. This is the only way the gospel will be going all the way to the uttermost part of this world in the name of Jesus. We ask Lord this year, we will remember the poor. There are many people who are in need around us. Even apart from our family members, there are many that when if a seed of Indian dollars can change their destiny, we pray, oh God, we will descend. And when you speak to us, may we hear in the name of Jesus. Thank you for sowing seeds, Lord. You say you love a cheerful giver. May we be may we be able to give cheerfully in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the pastors and the prophets that you have given to us. It doesn't have, we don't have to wait until Galatians 6 says that we will honor them, O oh Lord. We don't have to wait until their birthdays that until and then we honor them, O oh Lord. We pray that just this is also part of the blessings that you give to us. Give us the grace to honor them. Give us the grace to appreciate them. Give us the grace to love them, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, O oh God, for the blessing that comes through prayers, Lord. When we go on our knees, may we pray for higher things. May we pray for things that will bring blessings. May we pray for things that the blessings will even affect others, like Solomon, that we will not concentrate on our needs, but on others. Thank you. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. We honor you. In Jesus' name. And let the saints say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Let's take our tithe. We hope you have been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lycos Manhattan. That's Lycos, L-A-I-K-O-S, Manhattan. You can also email us at lci.newyork at gmail.com. Visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.